and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Probably a bad idea to get pie before filming a podcast, but pie's great for podcasts. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to All That Film. This is your short-term guest host, Todd. Uh, joined by the illustrious Lindsay, and tonight we're going to talk about a couple different movies, but um, I'm the only one who's seen all three of them, but, uh, so we're going to kind of have a little different permutations, but we're starting with Lindsay and I, and we are going to discuss the Steven Spielberg joint, The Fablemans, um, and uh, Lindsay, let's start with you. How did you feel about mm-hmm. The Fablemans? I loved The Fablemans. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it brought me just so much joy. Like, it was definitely, like, a crowd pleaser. But I was in the crowd, and I was pleased. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, it was much better than my expectation. I had pretty low expectations. I thought this was going to be, like, a three-star, very average movie based on all of the, like, promotion I'd seen. But it really touched my heart. Sure. Well, that's awesome. So in uh, in my, con- I guess there's only two of us. So in my mm-hmm. case, I really like this film. So as we'll talk about when we get to the reviews, I enjoyed this film. I personally think it, it may get over awarded for my personal taste this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the Oscars, which is, I think, why I come off as having this resistance to it, even though I actually quite enjoyed it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I don't typically like family dramas. Um, mm. And I ended up really enjoying this one. Um, it, overall, there were like little things here and there that we can talk about in the uh, extras. But generally speaking, I thought this was really good. The performances are stellar by the parents. And the kid whose name I can't think of. Plays... Like the character or the actor? Yeah, uh, the actor. Uh, Gabriel LaBelle. There we go. I thought he was wonderful um, in this. And he could be a little star in the making. Um, so, although not that little, I guess. He's probably in his. <laughs> but still, like, I... He was short, though, so... Yeah, I really liked him, and I liked the cast. And there is a pleasant feel to it, but it's also somber. And, you know, the mm-hmm. stakes are... The stakes feel high emotionally, but they don't feel like so high that you're exhausted emotionally by the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very nice, pleasant film. So that that's yeah. my, my general take on it. Let's do ratings and then jump into some spoilers. Okay. Um, so what um, would you rate this film? So I, gave it a, I gave it a 10 out mm-hmm. of 10. Um. I don't know if I would have if I didn't see it in theater. So I'm really glad that I ended up seeing this one because it was just like such a like communally joyful event that I haven't had at the theaters in a long time. Like it was a packed theater and everyone was like gasping and laughing and people clapped at the end. I was like, it was so corny, (laughs) but it was it was good. Um, So that's I gave it a 10. 
I did not have that experience. My crowd was actually I had a full house, but there wasn't much of a response from the crowd. Columbus mm -hmm. just doesn't doesn't roll that way, I guess. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to Spielberg films, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I gave this film. I would probably go like eight and a half. Uh, so I really liked this film quite a bit. But an eight and a half from me on this genre is actually pretty high because, as I've said, I uh, these tend to be these kind of like sentimental family dramas just make me uncomfortable a lot of the time uh, <laughs> yeah because no I'm, that's a solid rating. because i'm broken uh so like uh, so yeah so this is <laughs> so this is about the best that i can do um yeah any other non-spoiler related stuff you wanted to drop before we jump in there I don't think so. I think we touched upon pretty much everything that I liked okay. about it. Cool. Um, so, well, let's jump into some of the spoilers then, or some of the things specifically that worked for you. Because it tells, like, it's hard to explain. It's like an overarching story is just like a theme of family, but then it's kind of almost like a mosaic of different Yeah, it was kind of just stories. like a coming of story, really. Mm -hmm. Um. But it any was of the parts that well jumped out to you, especially like that you wanted to talk about that we can talk about in this section. Yeah, when I really started to love it is when they moved to California. Okay. Yeah. Um, and their like family was just starting starting to fall apart. I guess I related to that in some ways as a child of divorce. Sure. Um, and. Also, that's just when it got, like, really funny. Like, the Jesus Freak Girl was one of the, like, hardest I've ever laughed in a theater this year. Like, she was so iconic. So, she was great. I'm sure there is some truth to this, and this is how high school stuff works. It was just kind of funny. Like, she just came out of nowhere. And if I have, I loved her. But if I have any, like, moderate complaint, it's that she almost felt like out of a different movie, she was so comical. Uh, like, oh, for, for me, sure. like, compared to the rest. But, like, yeah, she's a highlight of the film. That scene when he <laughs> when he goes home with her. And I love that he doesn't have an ethical conflict with it. Like... It's yeah, so yeah. like it's so like teenage boy, right? Because like when yeah. the bullies are like say this or do this, he's like you know. Then he has his principles, but when it's the girl who wants him to, uh, you know, who he might get a chance yeah. to kiss, he's like, okay, fine. Yeah, it Jesus, was just take me into your heart, like, please. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, whatever. <laughs> Let's make out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah i uh, laughed so hard i loved that whole section of him in high school i actually pulled out my phone and googled is the fableman's gay like as soon as he met those two bullies because they were giving such gay energy yeah they um, were but, but tragically i, I was mistaken <laughs> <laughs> they were in love though they were that's they why were. they were so angry they were the um the you know I if, if I'm being honest like I think I watch films like this and this is gonna be so pathetic but like the bullying occurs and things like that and like sometimes I watch a film like this and instead of empathizing I get this like stupid old man response where I'm like well I went through that stuff too and I didn't get a movie 
Like, and I, uh, like, yeah, but you're not a genius of cinema filmmaking, Todd. I know, I know, but that's why I called it a stupid man response. Like, I'm acknowledging, <laughs> I'm acknowledging that this is a really dumb response. I'm just trying to dissect why I have this resistance to this movie where other people don't. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Other people are just accepting it into their heart, like Jesus. And I am, I'm, I'm saying like, okay, it's pretty good. Let's go on a second date before I commit to anything that's kind of no like let's how I am. let's propose marriage at prom <laughs> that's where i'm at so did you look at any of this stuff how much of this is it i'm assuming most of these are just like true little stories of like embarrassing or like awkward moments in his life um and i hope he basically proposed to his girlfriend at prom and oh i hope so, so. Funny. <laughs> yeah i didn't look into any of like his actual life after the movie except mm-hmm. um Somebody in film club did message me. Like, we were just messaging about the movie afterwards. And oh. he did say that, like, um, in real life, his father took all of the blame for the divorce. And a lot of the, like, his sisters didn't talk to him for, like, years and years after that. Oh, um, no. Yeah. So it was interesting that he portrayed it this way in the movie where it wasn't, like, it was more like his mom. But it didn't feel mad at his mom either. I don't know. It was a really interesting take, I think. Well... It's an adult, I mean, this is what I like about films for adults, is that, like, it can frame divorce and these things as being, like, more complicated. Like, I get that there's mm-hmm. some basic morality to it, but that, like, adult relationships are just hard, and sometimes, unfortunately, you know what I mean? Like, people yeah. fall in love with other people, or, you know what I mean? These sorts of things happen, and it's, like, I I do really like the way they portray the divorce scene. Um mm-hmm. Because I, there's just a lot of empathy to his parents, I think there, and yeah, it's just it's it's good. If I had if I had you know, like I said, minor complaints here or there, I wish because the movie's already so damn long, I would have taken five more minutes to develop the sisters' characters just a little bit more personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I that. that's those are just little nitpicks here and there because he had a really talented actress playing one of the sisters, and she just doesn't do very much. You know what I mean? So like I would have yeah. that girl from um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the one who has that great scene. I don't know if you noticed that she's the sister mm-hmm. with glasses. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Later in there. And I just, I don't know. It would have been nice to have seen her do some more, like, interesting stuff. Uh, But overall, this is just filled with, like, pretty magical scenes. And I'll probably up my rating of it eventually. Um, Did you like the monkey? I did like the monkey. I want to know if the monkey's real. Although that's too specific, it seems like, to not be real. Right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What uh, What do you think about acting noms here? I think that it's very silly that Michelle Williams is putting herself in the best actress category instead of going yes, for supporting. Because I think that she would have won if it was supporting. And I don't think that she'll win if it's best actress because there's just too much competition this year. Um, yeah. But I think that she probably should win for best supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't see this getting too many acting noms except for maybe Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. Um, for my own personal picks. Um, I don't have anybody but Michelle Williams. Um, but I did have Gabriel LaBelle in Breakthrough or Breakout Star because I think he was fantastic. 
but it was yeah. just like a tough competition this year. Um, so I really liked the acting. I don't know if it's like necessarily award worthy acting. That's fair but for it was me. Very oh, good. Sorry. Go ahead. No, for me, Paul Dano was almost as good as Michelle Williams. Like I just really liked him, and I—that's I, more just a testament also to Paul Dano than trying mm-hmm. to pull down Michelle Williams, who I really loved in this. Uh, and uh, you know, it was nice to see you know, the woman recognized for Venom fame do something, you know, a little artsy once in a while. So, yeah. yeah. It was good. <laughs> she is better in Venom. So let's talk about this very final scene, and then we can uh, oh. move on. So the best That's scene like in the movie... The best scene in the movie for me is the very last scene. And it so it for me it nailed that personally at least. Uh like when David Lynch walks in as John Houston or John uh John Ford. Think? John Ford. Yeah, uh John Ford. Um I lost it. I was I was <laughs> laughing in the theater and I was the only one who did. I don't know if some people didn't recognize him or just didn't Probably. care, but you know. But he gives them that great um, advice. And he was did you like fantastic. this? One? <laughs> he was fantastic. I loved that part so much. And I loved the final shot of the movie too. That part yeah. got so much laughter when it zooms up to the horizon. Yeah, it's just a cute little ending. And a lot of times films about films I find too sentimental. But I love little details like that. Like that was just mm-hmm. horrible. I, I I I it was great. Um yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. That's one of the reasons I was so hesitant about this movie because I was like, okay, I get it. It's a Steven Spielberg love letter to cinema. And it was that, but it was actually a really good love letter to cinema. Like, I loved the little movies that he made. Like, I genuinely enjoyed watching them. They were really good. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I love the part where he teaches the one kid, like, how to act. And the kid is like, so you want me to, like, act? Like, uh, <laughs> and then he had like a nervous breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this movie is that hilarious. Part's that part's great. The casting of the bully later in life; those those were great as well. Uh, we sh- we didn't mention, but that scene where the bully confronts him after the the oh. movie about why he made him look so great in the movie is a yeah. real classic scene as well. And uh, digs deep, and I I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, now I'm I want to rewatch this. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Maybe it's better than I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, I can. Def- I definitely do think this is like a safe bet if it does win, like the best picture. I don't think. Yeah, the Academy played it kind of safe, but like I wouldn't be mad about it just because I do think it's so good. I don't think I'll be super mad. I just, uh, I think they have a chance to do some really creative things this year and I want them to do that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, so I don't know, you know, we'll see. I won't be mad. I'll be a little disappointed, but it's got a high chance to win. So I just have to deal with it. Uh, you know, nobody cares that I, uh, you know, a guy in Ohio is mad about something. So very true. <laughs> Anyway, let's, uh, you done? Yes. Yeah, perfect. Let's bring Hay in here and talk about a different film.